Shit. Hey, Boris. Can you hear? Can you guys hear me? Okay. I can't. I lost track of time. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Katie, in nursing school, do they like prepare you for that? Like, hey, you know, uh, you're a female nurse. There are some creepy guys that oh, are just yeah. gonna be sitting there with their dicks hanging out. Listen to the podcast. Usually, they wouldn't do it as much to students. Now, in the middle of the night in fucking Quaker Town, where I work, it's just like Wangville. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. I don't want to get into finance. Oh, there goes the dynamite. Oh, shit. It's got to get radio. There it is. Testicles, testicles. Facials upstairs. Is there any way to get a last second foot? Can we get a second? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, maybe we could find a clip here, but uh, anything will do. The Expos. Yeah. Maybe we could find a clip. Oh my gosh. What if I understand? Oh my gosh. When John oh my gosh. goes to Boynton, oh my gosh. he wants to sell you sand. Oh my gosh. He likes to sit in sand. Oh my gosh. He likes to play in sand. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Shady, please. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That, of course, the newest pop group out from England, the Beatles. Ladies and gentlemen, take America by storm. You're listening to Dick Clark. And coming up next, we have something new from Chubby Checker. Go down to the sock hop with the boys and get a nice malt. What is a malt? Just like a milkshake? And why did they call it a malt? Yeah, what is a malt? What's the difference? Milkshake, malt, is it the same thing? If I went to McDonald's and they said, Welcome to Don's, can take your order? Can I go, I would like a shamrock malt. And they'll go, "Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I'll be like, well, it's in season. They'll go, well, it's a shamrock shake. And I'll go, a shamrock malt. They're like, okay, so we got two chicken nuggets. Two chicken nuggets. kind of fucking order is that? And one shamrock milkshake. No, no, no. It's a malt. You know, the word... Using the word shake as a noun is, is kind of weird. It's like sting, calling himself sting. You know, it's verb, present tense. Right. It's like Batman, the Nintendo video game, calling himself Spider-Man because he kind of copied the same moves. Yeah, when did Batman have a wall-crawling ability in that game? What year was that game? Is it regular Nintendo? Of course, Clark sent me a gif. Of, was, I'm guessing it was a Nintendo Batman game. It was regular Nintendo. They had it on a few platforms, including Game Boy, but I had the Nintendo version. And he was purple. It was like he was a purple Batman. Purple? And, was uh, it really purple? Like, yeah, it was, I guess it, he was purple to contrast against like black backgrounds, but it was really difficult to play. But there was 
He does have a gray blue option in his uh, boudoir. It is in his repertoire. But he did have. There was five villains from the DC universe in that game, but you could never get past like the first level. At least ten-year-old Clark couldn't because it was like so hard. I was just gonna say, who is um, who are the villains of that game? That's what I don't remember at all. Um, Not a lot. I'll tell you right Joker, now. The, Riddler, <laughs> Penguin, Catwoman, Scarecrow. Not the only cool villain was the Joker. He Not was like the final boss. I don't even know what he looked like. Um, but they had Solomon the five Grundy. <laughs> the five oh. the five minions in the game <laughs> were uh, Maxi Zeus, Heatwave, Shakedown. Heatwave is a Flash villain. And Night Slayer. Oh, they had Deadshot and KG Beast in there. Oh, Deadshot. I like Deadshot. That was uh, Will Smith's character in Suicide Squad. Yeah, Deadshot was in there. Played, voiced by Will Smith, ironically, in 1990s. Shut your mouth. No, I can't back that up. Oh, you had me going. But uh, but I, I looked for the gif of NES Wrestling, and I see that popped up first of Batman, and I was like, oh, we're rolling with this. And John was very critical of it, saying, maybe the worst Batman thing ever. And you're probably right. It's probably right. the worst licensing that DC was ever like. Approved. It was like approved. yeah, it was like the worst thing that Batman ever had his name attached to because of oh. that list of shit villains you just named. Like you didn't name any of the ones that I named. No Riddler, no Joker, yeah, no right. Catwoman, no Penguin. Heatwave. Joker was in there. Oh, I didn't hear Joker. The cutting edge oh, radio. He was the final boss. The cutting oh, edge oh, radio. Okay. But still, Heatwave, Flash Villain, all the other Not ones I've never heard of. Um, yeah, they weren't good. Blast. It was very blast and uh, side of blast with a pinch of crass, but it was not good at all. Uh, I, I think Starman and the Amazon were better characters. Starman and the Amazon is from Pro Wrestling, another really early, regular, classic, whatever you want to call it, Nintendo game, right? Wrestling. Right. Pro and it got like, great reviews, too, because like it was very realistic with the moves and like the... Ability. Yeah. It was rated like one like, of the best games ever. It was like, like still one of the, like number seventy-seven. Pretty sure it was one of the first like combo games ever. You know, like you had to like get the guy right. in a certain position, press A B and like down, and you would do like the magic suplex, neck breaker, Rick Rude style. I remember the best character was either Amazon, who I'm gonna say, who was Amazon. Was Amazon was like kind of like George the Animal Steel? <laughs> there like, it is. Who was he in like the real pro wrestling that they were copying? You know, because Starman was like Hogan, Macho Man, and and Sting oh. combined. Like, who was he based off of? Because there was right. one character in there that looked just like Hulk Hogan. Wasn't you know, they didn't have the, the licensing, but there was like Hulk Hogan, and he was like the yellow shorts with the blonde hair. Right. His name was like the Great Wrestler. Or, yeah, know, remember their names? Their names are so strange. King Karn Karn. Yeah, there were weird names and there was broken English because uh, it was made from Japan. It was made in Japan. So when you won, it would say, the winner is you, you know, or you are, what is it? The, oh you are the, is the, win, you is the winner or something like that. Stop it. Yeah. 
you get win. Oh. oh I'm trying to look up the. Uh, I I break I break too fast. I break too fast. Pro wrestling came out. I think Biscardi is still setting up, but pro wrestling came out in eighty six. No, eighty six originally, and. Uh, yeah, a winner is you, is what they said. A winner is you. Instead of, like, you won, it was a winner is you. The, was the victory message. The roster, hailing from Japan, fighter Hayabusa. From the United States, Giant Panther. From Giant. Korea, Kin Corn Karn. Kin Corn Karn. I, I think this is who you were referencing, who looked like Hogan. King Slender, from the United States. Uh, the star man from Mexico and finally from parts unknown the ultimate warrior that's who the Amazon is oh that makes sense you know he's like the yeah, weirdo slender was like Hulk Hogan yes slender beast there it is uh, the Amazon parts unknown that was the ultimate warrior who was star man then uh, he's the only one I really remembered Starman was kind of like Sting. Remember Sting from WCW? Yeah. That's your yeah, Starman. That's my that's my take on on Starman's. He had like kiss makeup. Yeah. Yeah, he had like Ultimate Warrior makeup but a blonde flat top. Now, Biscardi's trying to come in here. I thought he uh, I thought he was like on an operating table. There it is. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm trying to add a bit. Is that there he is. No, okay. Let me know when you want to do this. Yes. Yes. No. One minute. Yes. Yes. Okay. No idea what's going on here at all. No idea. Why can't we just do a fucking show? What does Biscardi want to talk about? Can we just do a show without like a setup? Or can we just like talk? The, um. Oh my gosh. The testimony of uh, Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer oh, and shit. so-called fixer. Oh, shit. Uh, this guy is the one who paid off Stormy Daniels and then Trump paid him back. Hashtag MAGA. And I think that was the main takeaway from today. Hashtag MAGA. Okay. I didn't watch That's anything. I, was, uh... I watched every minute. Did you? Oh. From 10 till 5. It was oh my on gosh. my house 24-7. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Just, Goodness gracious. I, Alibacious. I wanted to turn it testicles. off and then it would... I mean, it was OJ trial-ish. Like, it was, it was addicting. Oh. Yeah. oh, I wish I saw it. Like, today was just one of those days, but I'm really yeah, curious about... When you about, were working. Uh, here's Biscardi. I'm really curious about the, uh, the show, uh, the televised uh, performance today in the courtroom, because I'm unfamiliar, and I'm, I'm getting my news firsthand. News with this. So, uh, what, Michael, what did we take away from today's news? Did, uh... What happened? That's an excellent question, Mr. Chairman of the Podcastle. This is actually Michael Cohen. I have finally gotten out oh, of Congress. What the fuck? I'm here to talk right now about uh, my experiences in front of the I don't the, want to get into finances. Uh, oversight committee. And I'm oh, okay. here oversight. to answer any oversight. questions you might have. Yes. Oops. Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, so, uh, sorry, what I missed. Uh, let me start by saying um, the technical point. I'm finally debacle. back in business with a desk again. It's not my yeah, yeah. podcast. Oh my gosh, desk that I haven't had in many months. But I, I uh, I'm, I'm, I just assembled from 
my move from my storage unit. I just Fuck moved you in my desk, so I actually have a functioning workstation again. Fuck you and your white privilege. Uh, so thank you for Sweet. bearing with me. Nice. Congratulations. Wait a minute. This thing is such, it's it's not my again my big desk no, that big. I had unfortunately didn't survive the move, but this beat ass uh, black rectangular table it's maybe I don't know three foot by two or something. Interesting. Um, I got this from a woman who I guess was either addicted or just knew she was going to be addicted and left <laughs> her apartment on 52nd Street. And so the super let me into her apartment and I just raided oh, wow. all of her shit. And so this is this oh. kind of acts as like the, uh, the the junk desk, you know, where you put the printer and all your junk mail. Oh, uh, this yeah. is the only functioning workstation that I have right now. There it is. And it works. Sometimes better people So how copy? Am I good? Am I heard? Hammer of Thor. Si, senor. Si. Yeah, it sounds Why good. Not? I think. Okay, uh, so the, the yeah, nice. hearing. So it's interesting. Uh, Sean, what was your favorite part of it? Um, just the oh, back and forth, where one one question was yeah. mean and the other question was sympathetic. Uh, yeah. And I just yeah. Uh, Cohen. Check your facts. All it was was you're a liar. So why are we listening to you? Or. You lied, right. and now you finally are going to tell the truth. And then, then it was, it was basically, it was, it was you're going to go to jail for three years, and then you're going to write a book, aren't you? And he was like, "Yeah, right. Of course, he has to of make course money. I, I'm broke. I mean, uh, what, no. the fuck? what was Charlie Sheen's response when they said, uh, "Are you going to sue?" CBS or, or NBC, whoever had that show on. He said, "Well, wouldn't you? I have a guy without a job." You know, yeah. I, got, I got disbarred yesterday. I found out in the newspapers. Uh, it was basically yeah, right. a lawyer against yeah, right. 100 lawyers in his right. page, you know? Um, yeah, it was like two so, or three from every so state. typical politics, but again, typical. Yeah. Right. Everybody's a lawyer except for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and yeah. Rashida Tlaib. Right. They all have uh, Rashida who called the the main guy a race uh, his his buddy a racist by right. accident? Oh really? Metal. They and thought I'll tell she did. Uh, I am usually really critical of Elijah Cummings. I'm not a huge fan of his. I don't Wait like the race card ever played. It really gets under my skin and glass. Wait a minute. I actually think he did a pretty good job. Oh nice. Uh, as the he chairman. almost started crying when. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. Wait, hold on. Who was Cummings? Was he the guy that was in charge, the, bl- the bald ba- black Cummings, guy? He's Uncle the Phil? chairman of the Oversight Committee. Yeah. Okay. His... He's from Maryland. He is a vet. Uh, and I think it was at the Oscars I thought I saw. Oh. oh. Like, I don't know. I didn't watch. Neither did I. Really, oh. I, I saw like the up, the, the moments leading up to it on the red carpet. I think he was there. So Don't he's you. been busy this past. I there think. it is. Maybe we can look that up. The Oscars is a failing um, program, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. the I, loved, I loved how Siri was the host. Yeah, it's like what it felt like. It was just like the <laughs> announcer voice. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> but uh, I think, yeah, I think probably that Cohen's testimony got greater ratings than uh, Stephanie Germanato, Lady Gaga, and uh, Bradley Cooper. But I think my favorite moment was, um, I, I have to say, I, the evidence 
of the check, the fact that he brought the check of the thirty-five thousand with him. I don't want to get into um, finances. No, it wasn't written to Stormy. I don't want to get into finances. To him as reimbursement. So yeah, there's still no hard proof unless they show the deposit slip from Stormy Daniels' account, Stephanie Clifford, whatever her name is, um, receiving that the, the thirty-five. But that was reimbursement money. So yeah, I believe it was paid to him to reimburse. I don't want to get into money. finances. Uh, but it's still not concrete evidence to convict him of um, sending something directly to Stormy Daniels because it was a check that was sent from Donald Trump to Michael Cohen. Um, yeah, right. For thirty-five thousand, and being his attorney, that could have been printed. But man, you you may as well act as your own attorney because if you can't trust your own attorney anymore, you stabbing you in the back. Who the hell can you trust? Uh, I. It's true that the um, client attorney privilege and all that kind of goes out the yeah. window when you're like, well, I kind of trusted you with a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. In my, with my yeah, life. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but, right. Um, I agree. Crazy AOC got on to talk. And, and I thought it was going to be all about, you know, did you ever hear President Trump insult a gay person, say something racist, which Michael Cohen testified in his opening statement that he did. He did call the president racist, which, of course, opened up. Congressman Meadows and uh, among others Language. saying uh, well I spent uh, 300 conversations with the guy and uh, I never heard him we'll say anything it. racist again it's we'll do it lawyer on lawyer it was just like the we'll old trial all of a sudden it was like nothing but like misdirection right um, yeah, right that, 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 and uh, right. you know I have a take yeah. on it I will present my case misogynistic but I think the the, the best Fuck you rebuttal I heard came from um, what's his name? Congressman Cutting Edge Radio. He's the, the he's from Louisiana. And he Cutting used to be a radio. police officer. And uh, here's a guy who says, "I'm looking at you. First off, I am uh, feeling for your. He called good sir, as they do in Louisiana." Good, yeah. sir. I praise you. I'm sorry for your family. I can only imagine what they're going through. But I've arrested many men in the course of my career. And let me tell you something, boy. <laughs> Good, sir, boy. Which he didn't really say, but that was kind of the point. Yeah, yeah, at, at one point County. he did, like, change from being, like, respectful to, like, talking down to right. him. Right. But he gets I remember this guy. Detective. I've looked in the eyes of many perps. And they're just like you. They, they uh, want to. They feel remorse, and they want to repent, and they go to jail. They do the time, some, and they repent for the time being. But then they're back out on the street, and they're doing the same old shit. They're back on the block, doing the same business, which I see in you. I mean, if this guy yeah, could be a lawyer again, he would. Right. Um, right. What uh, oh. what do they call the counties in Louisiana? Parishes? Is that, isn't that true? Parishes, yeah. Yeah, okay. But I don't oh. know if you know, but my That's name right. is Stephen I was the deputy sheriff oh, of oh Jefferson God. Parish. <laughs> Jefferson. I served the people of Jefferson Parish for 20 years. Tech as a lawman. Lawman, Steven Seagal, Tech Lawman. Boner. You're very good, but people might. Where I picked up this southern twang. 
Be careful though, Mr. Sabal. You bummer. might actually shoot somebody upstairs or shoot somebody by accident. I don't want to have that happen. But there ain't nobody upstairs. <laughs> point, point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I digress. What the fuck? Sorry. So my take on the whole Buddy. thing was, uh, I, you know, I believe Michael Cohen. I have no reason to not. Um, but the fact of the matter is, he lied once. So right there, I'm not a lawyer, but in the court of law, once you're discredited once. That's it. You're you're for life. So nothing he says is worth a damn at this point, whether it's true or not. Right. And, uh, you know, again, the president is a flawed man. I got it. There it is. I stick to my guns. I'm still glad it's not Hillary. I don't ever want it to be Kamala. I don't ever want it to be Sanders. I don't ever want it to be Warren. And that's not going to change in any of the The circus and the charade that I heard today. Right. No, exactly. And I think... uh... Cohen is just trying to save his ass and, and, and push the sentence a little bit and be like, well, I did all this, so maybe let me off early. And, and this is just yeah. prepping him for a nice juicy yeah. book deal or movie rights or something because Misogynist not going to be practicing law after prison. So, uh, he's going to do easy time in Otisville. Though. I mean, he's got a whole bunch of his peers who are misogynistic, you know, uh, disbarred Jewish attorneys Probably sharing the same housing. The guy's going to be well protected. He knows too much information to not be put in some kind of protective custody status. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, it'll be be cushy. It'll be, uh, yeah, right. More so than the situation. Uh, I think. Speaking of the situation, he will be a a, uh, potential celly of Michael Cohen or in that same housing, but they will be uh, housed in the same facility. Yeah. But what do those guys do after jail? Yeah. Like, yeah. like Michael Cohen and, and Anthony Weiner, guys that like obviously can never do their job before that they made money yeah. on. What do they do? Like, they TV do shows? talk shows. They write a book. They do a TV show or a movie. Uh, you know, they do that. They there feed the beast. They feed the idiot. If I were Michael Cohen, because he kept being, beast. he was just feed the berated beast. with the, the are you to sign a book. Would you swear here today that you will not commit to a book deal? And, and you know, he either he was skirting the question until finally said, "No, I'd write a book if I could." Let's go, baby. But what is he? He's put out so much already. If I were him, I'd be like, "Look." I think my life is an open book at this point. I really don't think there's anything else I could pen. Really, we are uninformed. Really, we are uninformed. Oh, okay. He kept mentioning mentioning other investigations going on by the uh, Southern District in New York on Trump. Wait a minute. Yeah, there was mentions. Wait a minute. Felix Sater was a name that popped up. Oh, yeah. That fine fellow. (laughs) <laughs> were they all were um, anybody, was anybody attractive speaking there or were they all ugly schleppy old men well crazy AOC did Doesn't speak and oh, she so talked hot. about the project hot. so hot. Um, crazy AOC talked about the Trump links which is in her district um, fuck you and uh, I've passed it numerous times it's not even complete yet I, think there's, I don't even think anybody's teed off yet on Trump links Fuck you and your But she's talking lines. about. Sounds yeah, like it's right over the Whitestone Bridge. It's in Throgmore. <laughs> it's literally right, but you, it's under the bridge, in fact. So you, you see it. There's a big sign that says Trump links in the gardens. 
of trumplings oh, okay. from the White Stone Bridge on the Bronx side. So you can't miss the place. Um, we I don't saw know who really want to put golf there, but whatever. Um, so there's talk of him getting, you know, Check your you know all kinds of shady deals, but you know, he's not. I believe that the guy doesn't have a personal Check connection to the business anymore, which is unconstitutional from the hat. But the kids do. So if there's some shady deal, uh, if there's kickbacks, or uh, if um, if crazy AOC gonna be there. has a point saying, uh, is he profiting from his name? Well, probably. But, you know, the, the Trump name's been all over the world on buildings, on golf courses, um, on buildings he doesn't even own, never had any interest in. Taylor Swift's going to uh, be there. Before he was president. So that's not really something I care that much about. I, I really don't care if his name is on a business while no he's, uh, while he's already tuned out I, and uh, are now watching porn in your car. The lights right. turned green. The lady mm-hmm. to your right saw you jerking off. You're still in neutral. <laughs> now you're stalled, causing a disturbance. Here come the cops. Better eat those pills. Hashtag MAGA. I personally don't care. That's me. But that's what she was alluding to with Michael Cohen um, and her little five-minute spiel. Where was this, where did this blasphemy. take place? Which uh, courthouse? Blasphemy. No, this was in the congressional floor. Registered okay. blasphemy. So it was in the Capitol. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the, the recap of this, the time-wise, John, you mentioned you watched this from 10 to 5. How long did this exactly last? Yeah, that's like about how long. I mean, I think it I took day. like two or three breaks, about like a half hour to forty minutes each. All day. Um, it's a long day. Started at ten o'clock. I'm just trying to think. Like some people, when they had time, they asked him like five to seven questions on one topic, and then got out of there. It was weird. Like, some some woman, I, I can't remember what her title was. I think she was, like, the head chamber woman. Uh, she asked only, a, only about the checks and the reimbursement checks and the dates and yeah. the names. Oh. And, it, and it was it was, it was very interessante. It was a very I don't good want to get into finance. Uh, for criminal yeah. justice or whatever. The one yeah. that I did like, I didn't catch her name, and the cameras, I was watching it on CBS.com, uh, the cameras never pointed, I, I guess if you wanted to be uh, anonymous, at least if you don't have your face in front of the camera, and maybe they um, had some arrangement where they just signed a uh, an agreement, a waiver, where they, uh, they could speak but not actually be seen. So there was this one woman who said, I represent the Purple District, I am here in a complete non-partisan capacity. I'm not here to uh, join in on the bickering, which of course there was, which we all knew there would be. Um, And she seemed seemed fair. And then there was this other woman, she was a hard ass. She was from uh, West Virginia, I can't remember her name, but she's uh, from a district in West Virginia. Uh, One, two, three, script. She had it all planned out. She's a Republican, you know, all planned out, pre-scripted. I'm here. To let everybody in Congress know that this is not why the people elected me to this seat. Um, to come here and listen to this when we have, uh, what is it, neonatal 
syndrome issues that we could be talking about. Um, and what else did she say? Leo Male syndrome and dentist and then of course the texans all talked about <laughs> and the texans all talked about uh, the border security but uh you know, she, she went on a rant about this is you are a disappointment mr cohen <laughs> and it, i get it i see your point of view but it was all it was all pre-scripted the one thing i liked about cummings and this is a democrat i'm giving praise to the one thing i liked about him is in his closing speech it all came from the heart straight from the brain, out the mouth, and he didn't have pre-scripted <laughs> material in front of him. And he didn't stutter once. I mean, he made his point. Check your facts. And I like that. And then he hit he his down. his point. Yeah, he, he, uh, uh, that's he, the, uh, he, he preached. That's the oh. one thing I noticed about Cohen. He, he didn't, he spoke like a man with nothing to lose, so it didn't seem like he was lying at all. It there just it felt is. like he didn't. He was like, "Well, I'm already going to jail. Like it doesn't fucking matter." There I'd it is. only well, I'd only be adding more jail time if I lied to Congress. Yeah, perjured myself Ooh, there again. Goes the I just made another three years to my sentence. Right. So yeah. yeah, he's probably right. But just to say, you also got to remember this guy. Yeah, right. Might not be legally an attorney anymore but at heart he's still an attorney who mm-hmm. might be able to work domestic and, and work with system and so, i mean he's a shyster he comes out and said i and he didn't really word it that way but more or less came out and said i am Black. a shyster i was a shyster language pretty much he's but always looks like he's crying shyster. too doesn't michael he, cohen always look like he's ready to cry he's like huh? You know, like, like the camera angle. It's like dog died. Like, sorry, Fluffy went to a farm. Actually, she's dead. And he's always just like, <laughs> he always looks like he's gonna that cry. Seat. That seat. It always it's like eye level and then like an inch down. So it's kind of pointing up at you. So you're just like, um, you look like a scared uh, puppy. Yeah, you want a lawyer with like conviction, like Bruce Castor. Who was the Scardy? Who was the Gotti lawyer? Kavanaugh. Cutler, you want somebody that's like, yeah, no, this is what we're doing. You don't want a guy that's like, well, I guess I get you off. Just don't say anything that might hurt me. Still he always looks like he's going to cry. Am I right or am I he right? He did cry a few Misogynistic. times. There you go. In the, <laughs> in, the closing argument, in the closing statement with uh, Cummings, still Cummings brought up his daughter, and he saw the daughter was wearing braces or something like that, and he said he felt that, so he started <laughs> um, bowing his head and dropping the tears. And then when asked about what he regrets most, he, of course, talks about what, you know, the pain he put his family through. He starts crying. <laughs> and, um, but he's a wimpy Jewish kid from the five towns. Like, All right. Uh, like, I'm not surprised at his demeanor. Look at all the fine marker boys are doing on here in the five pints. This is okay. He'll be liking that. Yeah. Wait a minute. Maybe they settle up the butcher. Um, it's yeah, but he was always gonna cry. But that's a good take on that, Michael. I think uh, this is eclipsing. Maybe we can find uh, a clip. Visit of President Trump in Vietnam. Maybe we today, can find a clip, which yes. is another historical meeting. Did you guys watch any of that coverage? I haven't seen any. I, I looked for hashtag it. Hashtag no, said I read that the, tweet. Uh, hashtag said the bone spurs that caused Trump to dodge the dra- or dodge going to Vietnam mm. were falsified. Like Frangible. it wasn't a real medical document. Frangible. 
or maybe you never yeah, even he had one. Of course. Oh really? And he That's talks about regulations in, in like two thousand eight when uh, McCain was running. He said, "I, you know, I prefer." Let me tell you something. Um, I, I, a hero to me is not somebody who got caught. I prefer oh somebody who didn't get caught. Something to that effect. Oh so he testified to that in his opening statement. But his criticism of John McCain, which I've always um, disliked most about Trump, I think that's probably it. Oh. And then he went on to right. talk about how you know he was a uh, draft dodger, naturally. Misogynistic. That was yeah. discussed misogynistic they brought this they brought up a lot of deep issues from the past like some deep cuts you know what i mean it sounds like they were really just what? like what do you got tell us all your stories you've had a couple beers like this it's all right what do you, what do you, what do you know this one time this one time you know there's a lot of that going on the pimple john's deep in this one uh this one guy from michigan said what truth is Donald Trump most afraid of? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't answer that, but that's speculation. I don't think he, like, got it. I don't think he, like, understood what he was really asking him. Well, again, it's speculation, though. You know, if it were a court, if it was a trial, and he was in a courtroom, the uh, opposition would be, would be like, objection, Your Honor, you know, the witness is speculating. Or whatever right. you hear on the in, on television yeah. and movies, so you can't really um, you're you can't begin to assume something that you you know you're speculating. You you don't know what somebody else is thinking unless you're that person and you have that brain. Uh, so he said, "I don't know how to answer that question," which was the right answer to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah, if you don't know how to answer, don't make it up. Just be like, uh, "I can't answer like, the I way you." Uh, what he fears most. But I, I think, think like I the uh, probably the money the, laundering. The, the magic phrase that was like the takeaway, I guess, of the whole thing was the, uh, what the catch and kill. Oh yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, Sitting... They alluded to the the elevator tape, and this is where oh, um, yeah, Michael Cohen, really I guess. Weird. Yeah, talking about the elevator tape from whenever the hell it was, and supposedly it showed him striking Melania and asked if Michael Cohen had seen that. And uh, Cohen said, I haven't seen it, but I can tell you it's it can't be true. Uh, Donald Trump would never do something like that. Yeah. Oh. yeah. He's like, I don't think it exists. I think it's like pretend. I think yeah. it's just like a myth. I, I've never seen it, and I don't think it would ever happen. Uh, that's just not in him. Um, right. But the catch and kill, he said he had to call like Trump's like grade school and high school and it was like you yeah, cannot really? release his grades or we will sue you we will buy your school and bulldoze it right i mean look really? i wouldn't want anybody to see my high school grades or even my grades in college um you know i got a diploma i got a degree let's leave it at that i'll show you that i, I mean uh, i i wasn't the best student oh um, my god i wasn't a dropout i wasn't a flunky but that doesn't discredit me, I think, from anything I do today so many years No, later. who cares? Of course they're, not. They're, like, meaningless. But he said yeah. there was, like, he's like, I made about 500 calls making threats to people to sue or something else. Yeah. 
or argument. I remember one time I was snooping around old records. You know, my mother, when I was younger, used old to records. ride my ass all the time about my bad grades. And uh, she used to give me a lot of shit. But you know what? A few years ago, I unearthed some of her grades from when she was up there at St. Agnes and College Point. And you know, her grades are fucking terrible. She actually got D's and F's. But she graduated. Thought, she did well, you know. She made it. I always thought my mom was a straight A student. I found her report cards. C minus. You did too. Huh? I was like, yeah, how dull. C minus. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't believe she actually kept them because you know my mother doesn't hold on to anything, but they're in there in, in like a locked accordion file box uh, with uh, you Penske know, file. with like birth certificates, death certificates. My baptismal certificate. Somewhere there are her grades from, from grammar school. I love it. The treasure chest. Catch and can. And a shoe shine. Yeah, those old records. You can find Facials that. upstairs. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it kind of discredits some of it when they're bringing up stuff that old. Oh, like, shit. Well, second grade. You know, used to wet the bed. It's like, uh, I'm a grown man now. Stop bringing up the past. People change. People learn. But it's an interesting take on it all. What was the what was the coverage like? Was it uh, cameras the whole time today? Yeah. The entire thing uh, televised? Yeah. Again, there were some Congress Toast people who I guess had oh, some sort of shit. arrangement where they just weren't featured on camera. You could only hear the voice and the camera focused on uh, Cohen. Oh. When's the next hearing? Is there another one coming up? Anything uh, juicy coming up? I don't know. Um... I think there was supposed to be a hearing on something else. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Interesting, though. Interessante. So That's good coverage. Were there commercials during this thing? Yeah. Yeah, they, well, they took, they took a break. Breaks. They took a recess at lunchtime. They were sad. No. Yeah. I always love the coverage of, of news stations about this. Like, you just heard it live speaking about this and you're just like all right i get it i watched it when they were like when they were waiting for them to come back from break the like you know little box in the lower right hand corner of the screen was cohen testimony to begin momentarily (laughs) then like after the second break it was like countdown after the second break it was like any minute and then after the third break it was like any second and then it was like they, they may as well just played like an two. intermission as if it was an old fashioned movie just theater going over and over. You know, and everybody went to the bar to get a drink and a refill on the popcorn or something. Let's go out to the lobby. It was like three, lobby. two, lobby. one, three, two, yeah. one. one. Michael Cohen three. comes back in three. <laughs> and then there's a they they resurrect uh, me, Gene Oakland, and he's like. And you've heard it right here. He's coming back. Michael Cohen. He interviews him. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, no, no. Right, like he's backstage. What did his suit look like? Did he have a nice tie on? Was it conservative? Yeah. Was it did he, Was it flashy? A light it... blue tie, I think. All right. That was a part of the, an interesting part of the, the hearing. What was it? Um, I was like, how does Donald Trump get things done? Well, he'll... Phrase a question in a way. Boy, that's a nice tie, isn't it? Like you had no way of saying, 
otherwise. If he asked you if, if uh, somebody's tie or his tie was nice, oh, yeah. he would right. look at you in a way that you better agree with him. And I said, where is he going with this? Yeah, where do you go? What does that mean? Like he Isn't it? he doesn't ask a question. Like he asks a question, but it's really a statement. So you can't right. disagree with his oh, question like statement. Like the sky is blue right. today. Right. Yes, the sky is. is blue today. And and again, yep. So many of the people of Congress, the members of Congress, were all saying, you know, I must have had maybe three hundred conversations with the president uh, since he's taken office, and I haven't seen anything or heard anything to corroborate your story here. And Michael Cohen would uh, come back with, look, I get it, but I've known him 10 years. Right. And one of the most compelling uh, arguments to that point was, so you worked with this guy for 10 years, and this came from Jim Jordan, who uh, I liked. You know, so you worked with this guy for 10 years. You're so ashamed of yourself. But then why do you work for somebody for 10 years? How long does it take you to be ashamed of yourself? Yeah, ten years, and that really was was the fork that to to stick into him. You know, you let this charade go on for ten years, kidding yourself, is what it seems like. You, you were mm-hmm. fooling yourself right. into thinking you were doing it. You were going to get away with it. Because you wanted to. You were going to get, away, gonna get with away with it. You say you didn't want a job in the White House. Um, oh God! Yeah, they were like, know, no, you did. Right. You did. Yeah, he was like, yeah. no, I you didn't. Know you did. Even Omarosa wanted a job in the White House, and you couldn't stand the fact that you didn't have one. And Omarosa did. He was yeah, like, no, uh, I didn't. He's like, I didn't want to be right. involved in that. You're right. Well, you know, if you're ashamed like, of yourself, how did? long did it take you to come to the light to say, you know what, maybe I'm really doing something shady in these uh, nefarious deals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, how long does it take to like? I'm really ashamed. It's like being in a bad relationship. Like, man, it was awful. How long were you there for? Oh, it was like ten years. It's like, well, shame on you. Just couldn't walk. It's like being a drug addict. Yeah. After a while, it's just like there's there's no buzz. After a while, after ten years, you're living under the bridge. Yeah, you just got bloody arms, bloody stumps. You sold your I, hands heroin. Whenever you see a homeless person that is obviously a drug addict, drug addict, you ever want to say, "You looks like you made some rather poor decisions in your time. Some poor decisions. Maybe or, your choices weren't the best, young man. Or you made the greatest decision one can ever make. <laughs> Commit to nothing. It's funny. It's, uh, so a buddy of mine, he's only been living on Long Island now for uh, less than two years. say, he's only been homeless for a year. Like, he's from Chicago, so he's no stranger to the streets. He's in his rookie year. Yeah, he's just he's a street guy. But it's it's kind of funny. He can point out a junkie by uh, you know two seconds looking at somebody's face. Um, oh, really? Never mind somebody's track marks on the arm. But it's it's kind of pathetic because you know we'll be hanging out and he'll say, uh, hey, "That girl right there, she's a user." I have to look at see she's got she's been scratching out her face and I'm like oh she just had bad you mean skin. Maybe they're homeless or anybody. No, homeless any Long Island is full of users. Uh, everybody's pushing H. They're they're uh, the, the the smack epidemic here, which has been going on for the better part, I guess I don't know five smack. years or so. What's that shit? He said himself, even in Chicago, I haven't seen anything like I have. 
here on Long Island because it, it's it's just it's all around the world, but here it's like nothing you've ever seen before. These kids are all wasted on dope. They're uh, they're shooting up, you know, because they're bored. Um, and I get it, but this is uh, this is so out of control up here. This is a guy from Chicago saying, um, "I dated girls." Yeah, he said, "I dated girls," and they were shooting up in my bathroom. I had to kick them out of the house. Oh my god! They they live this life of instant gratification, and then once it comes sputtering to an end at the end of being a teenager, you do heroin. Right. Yeah, and, and she can Smack. stop him faster than I can. Right. Like, yeah, see right. He's, he's got a guy right though. there. He's White just, horse. Well, he's just been exposed to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, because when he came out here, uh, he's just trying to get to know people. Yeah. Uh, he's here for three years. He should be a cop. He's making the best of situations, making a lot of friends. Uh, and some of those friends he had to cut ties with because he's like I, I didn't even realize it but yeah i'd have girls coming over to my house uh and I, then i'd see needles in my bathroom trash and they're like what i was just shooting up yeah, i'll open the window next time <laughs> right it's so bad over here the president has talked about it he's not fucking around uh, when he's talking about MS-13 on Long Island. And, uh, you know, it's not that gangs are synonymous with uh, uh, the drug epidemic, but, you know, but they kind of are. But it does come hand in hand. Yeah, of course. Who do you think is bringing them in? But um, these kids are bored, miserable, and uh, they're so disconnected from reality uh, all the way out on the North Fork or the South Fork or, you know, Brentwood. There's You know, it's a miserable town, so what do you do? Not going to leave town. You're going to join the gang. So you're going to join MS-13. If you're in Roosevelt, you're going to join MS-13. Yeah. Um, no offense to anybody listening from Roosevelt or Brentwood. No offense to any MS-13 gang members listening. But, <laughs> That's right. But it's right. But it's true though. Peace and love. Yeah, you can kind of tell. There's always a junkie somewhere. When I was in Hawaii for the honeymoon in Hawaii, uh, uh, Kauai. You know, it's a very remote part of uh, Hawaii, Hawaii. And we were in some outskirt, and I was just like, I just got to stop over and find, like, a bathroom. I got to take a piss. And it was like some weird old general store. And I was walking to the bathroom oh, in the middle of nowhere. There's just some junkie there, some lady. And she's like, yes. hey, the bathroom's not open. You need a key. And I'm, and she's red, and I'm just and I then as she's sitting there, she starts shooting up in her arm. I'm like, you're the only junkie on this island, but I found you. <laughs> like you still exist. Um, but yeah, it's everywhere. crazy. Well, I'm going to be in the South Pacific in Auckland, New Zealand, and I think I've told this story before. And I was trying to get directions to my hotel, and I had to get a Wi-Fi signal. And so I stopped in at some internet cafe. And I didn't know they still had them. This was back in 2012. I didn't even know they had internet cafes back then. And um, I see all these junkies just, they're, they're strung out in these chairs, scratching themselves. And then I kind of try to ignore them. And I make my way to the bathroom because I had to take a piss. And I see all these needles in the trash can, condoms, an internet cafe. No oh, gosh. Actual needles, like, hey, I, I had to shoot yeah. up in public. I'm just going to throw it out. Yeah, I don't think they were for insulin. Right. Yeah, right. No, it's not. I'm not a diabetic. I'm not a type two. It, yeah. It's crazy. 
<laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a great friend, That's a gift. Can he tell about other drugs too? Like, yeah, she's on. She's high right now. Well, I guess high is kind of easy, but she's uh, yeah. you know, she's going in withdrawal. She's on acid. That's the theory about drugs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody on wear it on the. Some people wear it on their faces, and uh, you know, they have the meth mouth. But that was one. I saw that all day long in Arkansas. How many people? Oh, really I bet. It? Some of those states, too, like West Virginia, where they have like a chronic epidemic of it. It's like Tyrone, Pennsylvania. Tyrone. I've never been. I have no reason to ever go. West Virginia. West Virginia. People, uh, Uh, I have a theory about it. There is a guy guy running for president. I don't think he stands a chance, but I'd actually consider voting for him. I even asked him to be on the show. Richard Pojeta. What's his uh, name, Richard? He is a... It's, so it's Richard Ojeda, but oh, he yeah, Americanized right. his name to Ojeda. O-J-E-D-A. Uh, and he explains why he did that. Anyway, he was a, he's a retired major. He was a field grade officer in the Army. And uh, after 24 years of service, he returned to West Virginia his home state. Why anybody would want to return there if they were retired, I don't know, but to each other. Oh, home. why? Um, and then he, uh, he just... Country road. He kind of had an epiphany. Uh-huh. And he said, you know, I saw all these, all these military people, my kids, you know, they went to military schools, and all, all my buddies had military wives, and, and wow. uh, they, live, they live in this bubble. You know, they don't know what's going on in the real world. Well, I come back to West Virginia, and I see everybody got their hands in the cookie jar. Um, the cookie jar. There was something about this guy I kind of like. You know, he's calling bullshit on all the corrupt politicians on all sides. Um, so I kind of like his message. Uh, and and I, I I don't think he stands a chance, but uh, he's a guy, if, I had to, if it had to be a Democrat, I'd probably vote for him. Yeah, what's his? Uh, what was his position in government, though? He was a senator or a congressman? A state senator. He was a state senator for West Virginia. Hmm. What's Interesting. Ojeda. Richard Ojeda. Ojeda. Of course, I really. Yeah, really. Center fielder for the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, Ojeda. Was, uh, rumors have Ojeda moved to Cleveland after a three million dollar option was leased out. <laughs> Right. Ojeda. Ojeda was killed on a jet ski in the Dominican Republic this weekend. Well, there was an Ojeda killed Ojeda in the suspended for like performance in the Mets, I think. Oh, really? I was just, I didn't even know that. That, that could yeah, show you I my. Think he was one of the three that was on the boat that day, yeah. Oh, shit. Fuck. See, it just goes to show you. Just goes to show you. Cupcake Sabathia. Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme's a bath, yeah. And another news with coconut cheese. News with this. It's best. Cottage it's cheese. Kamala Harris has a new plan for the white man. Come on. And that is fish. What does she have she for? Wants, what does she have a plan for me? She wants reparations because she, uh, oh, you know, is getting down with her partial Jamaican roots. I think she's every single race, that woman. 
Yeah, I think she's Scottish and Chinese and South right. African. Just like Obama right. like was getting down with his Irish heritage every time he was going to Ireland with uh, right. Michelle and the kids. Right. So yeah. she's getting down with her Jamaican side. And um, she wants to readily identify with them. So she uh, smoked weed listening to The Chronic in college in 1986, which The Chronic hadn't come out yet. Uh, right. But that's what she said. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. And the timelines were off. Right. Now she wants to tax all, uh, not I guess all people, whether you were white, you could be Asian and just fresh off the boat, plane, whatever, from, um, from the Middle East, from Shanghai, from Tokyo, from Mongolia. Uh, if you were not black, you owe anybody who was a descendant of a slave reparations. Reparations. That's that. Yeah, very relevant. That's just what we need. Yeah. And what does that mean? And that's yeah. What do I have to do? Pay so taxes. you owe taxes? you owe the black man money for um, stolen labor. Is what she's petitioning for, and she's entire. She's backed by uh, the likes of slimebag Bernie Sanders. Oh, and, um, Bernie, what are you doing? And uh, AOC, doing? because you know. Legalized yeah, marijuana is a is a major um, landslide in the progressive movement. However, it is also um, it was also just uh, what what was the word she used? Something about um, a ploy to uh, profit the white man and no one else. Yeah, conspiracy. True. Right. That's conspiracy Right. No, nobody who wasn't white God. Agenda. had a chance to buy weed any of the cannabis companies. Right. That was the word. That was the word that I just heard too much today. Agenda. 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 Oh, was that fuck. the word? Was that like the collusion word just, of the hour? Yeah, you know, just agenda. Like fuck, agendas. Like how many people have an agenda? I just wake up and try to make it. Till when I can a check job. out. I don't have an agenda. I wake up with an itinerary every day. That's what happens That's about with it. these news stories. There's buzzwords that no normal person ever uses in real life that the media just clings on. I'll give you three examples. Collusion. I don't. I've never even heard the word, and I can uh, say I'm pretty educated with grammar. Is collusion? You hear that every day. Uh, whenever there's a sexual collusion. harassment, I remember yeah, learning the word collusion. Yeah, sexual harassment. It's the actions were reprehensible. I'm sorry. Nobody says reprehensible. Reprehend. Yeah, reprehend. Rep. Does anyone use that word? Uh, I'm sorry. You left the Sarah line. I just that know it from the musical Chicago. Reprehensible. It's so defensible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a legal word, though, because that's about, you know, Billy Flynn sings that song. Lord, yeah. Right. right. Reprehensible. And, uh, yeah, but that is the big one. Recused, he recused himself. Redacted. These are all legal words. Yield. Which, yeah, okay, no, they mean. I yield my you time. Know what I the word that's really to the annoying gentleman. me. Uh, some people overuse the word per. P E R. You know, like as per our conversation. Oh yeah. People who just use it, uh, you know, I'm reading emails. I'm not going to mention names or or uh, or emails. Well, whatever. I'm not going to allude to the identity of anybody, but it annoys me. There's just somebody that I want to tell, but I can't tell. 
right. stop overusing the word per all the time. You know, per this regulation, this isn't. We're not talking about legal. Yeah, we're, you're not, we're not in a courtroom. As you're a per. fucking email in your toilet. It's not per the agreement. Right. She was more than a cat. Not time. She, this woman uses the word per. I always want to say, like, if somebody sends me an email like that, like, per the discussion, it's like, oh, yeah, well, per you hiring me, I wasn't agreed to answer your <laughs> right. fucking emails on the weekend, so fuck you. Per is right. what my cat says. Right. I agree. Per is not, it's overused. And, and agenda sounds like the word today, right? Agenda was definitely a big word today, and it was about agenda. I mean, both sides had an agenda. Uh, to the the conservative, yeah. the right wanted to. Fer- their agenda was to to uh, prevent the left from furthering their agenda, which was to impeach the president per the rules. Right, just a and big I think massive. That, that Congress chest is move. probably going to move to impeach, and then it's going to get killed by the Senate, and that's going to be it. <laughs> That's my opinion. That's a good choice. That's a wise... Uh, per the discussion. Per the discussion. You know what word I hate is communication, unless this involves actual communication, like communication breakdown with NASA scientists and the Hubbard spaceship or something like that, where people are like, well, the last communication I had, it's like, no, the last time you got a fucking text message or it's an Communication email. is always the fallback. Have the last time like in the in the military, we called it an after action review. But anytime you do some kind of review oh, of your the work, or uh, the AAR, correct? Um, anytime you do an AAR or something to that effect, people always ask, "What's something that was better or could be improved on?" And if you haven't said, um, if you hadn't used uh, either yet in the, in the negative or the positive sense you're always going to fall back on communication if you can't think of anything oh communication could have been better well communication got a little bit better all right right you know there's no way to really argue it either way but nobody ever comes up with a specific example as to why the communication was better or worse yeah like your fob or your mos your mba at nyu forward operating base in the military Yes, Biscardi, your FOB is now Abu Dhabi under Clark's regime. You're not even a commander. It's not even a title. Why do you have this power? Uh, I'm on a website right now. Here is some of the military acronyms. We're going to see which ones Biscardi knows. He just nailed two for two. What is an OCONUS? O-C-O-N-U-S. OCONUS, outside the continental U.S. You just blew my... Now, when we were in Pearl Harbor, that was OCONUS. Wow. Because we're in the U.S. He's but outside fan. the continent. So if you were stationed in Pearl Harbor, you were on O'Connor's. Well, if you and the old wife have to do a uh, PCS, what would you be doing? Permanent change of station. Oh, my gosh. What about a sandbox? What, what would you do to a sandbox? A sandbox typically refers to uh, downrange in the desert, Iraq. Wow. Um, you can even refer to NTC if you refer to the box, the training site. It's pretty amazing that you know this. One more. This is a tough one. What is a DD-214? Department of Defense 214 form is a, is a release, a discharge from active duty. 
Wow. That's pretty impressive. That's Discharge pretty good. what? See if you can stump me. I'm sure you can. There's a whole lot I of that. I can't. No, I can't. Those are like, that's, that's, that's impossible. I'm flabbergasted. Uh, how about a... Uh, Gasted. What's oh, a duty shit. station? A duty station. Duty station. Anywhere you were PCS2 or uh, assigned to is your duty state. That's an easy one. That's not an acronym. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty hard. Pretty impressive. What's a duty station? You want some more? It's an outhouse. Okay. Uh, What would you describe as a... uh, Hold on. Some of these are weird. They're like World War One terms. I'm trying to find like a current one. What's a BAM? BAM. A band. It's a. Uh, um... This is a tough one because it's not an official term. It's a slang word that uh, Marines use. Uh, oh, uh, Marines. Uh... You probably wouldn't know. Actually, you shouldn't know this. It would be disrespectful. Yeah, yeah a, I don't know. It, it means broad-ass marine. It's a derogatory slurm for uh, a, a No, woman. I wouldn't have gotten that. Um, i never heard of that. Are acronyms big in the military? I guess they have to it's be, right? It's all it is. It's all it is. Yeah, it's like the whole language. Right. What, what is a Remington Raider? That's, a, that's not an acronym. It's a slang. Remington Raider. It's a, uh, it's a razor. I think for it's the shotgun. Well, most shotguns I've had actually are Winchesters, but I guess a Remington. Some branches use them. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of what it says. A Remington shotgun, twelve gauge shotgun. It's a gun term. It just says. It's a car. Remington. Remington steel. Uh, what is uh, Fubar? Fucked up beyond all repair. Oh, oh. the tank is Fubar. What if what if the situation is snafu? It is with a nuke. Is what? Snafu. Snafu. Uh. Some uh. Something all fucked up. Uh. You're right. Uh, situ. Um. We hit a snafu. Something normal all fucked up. Uh, Something normal all fucked up. There we go. There what we about go. what's a bohica? Shake. Malt. Uh, that, shake. I don't know. Bend over, here shake. it comes again. Oh, this is a Vietnam term, so you probably wouldn't That's down. Nobody ever I've never heard that. That's not a official military acronym. What does the army think about the Marines? Do they think they're stupid? Pussies. My ass rides and navy equipment. My Is that what it is? Well, mm-hmm. they say Army is ain't ready to be Marine yet, so the Army will say oh, my man. ass rides a Navy equipment. I, I heard a story that an Army uh, soldier and a Marine were in the bathroom together, and at the end, the uh, the Army guy, um, you know, was ready to walk out, and the Marine starts washing his hands, and the Army guy says, you know, uh, and the Marine says to the Army guy as he's walking out, you know, and the Marines, they teach us to wash our hands. And the army guy says, well, in the army, they teach us not to piss all over our hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the Air Force? They call sex. that the Chair Force? Is Chair Force a thing? 
with crabbed women. Yeah, they do. Well, they do say that. Yes. So there is a there is a is it a friendly rivalry, rivalry. between military branches? Like, what would you what would you refer? Um, how would you equate that? Is it like, like who you is know, there's who? A lot of, there's a lot of Marines that turn army. Yeah. Very right. few people turn Marines. Number one, Marines, um, they like them young and uh, mm. and fit. Young, dumb, and full of cum. Much like the priesthood. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Uh, so if you're trying to transfer into the Marine Corps, if you're uh, if you're not like below the age of 29, your odds are pretty slim because they don't want you, uh, even if you're prior service. So very few people turn to the Marines. But a lot um, of Marines become Army. Nevertheless, they'll all tell you they're a Marine first. You know, once a Marine, always a Marine. Oh, and, you know, yeah, I don't say that. anything bad about them. All I know is that one time I got into a, a bit of a scuffle with the Marine at oh, an shit. Army base. And, uh, you know, he was you typical. Who would win? I wanted to. He had like 100 guys. He was a scrawny kid, too. And he was, like, oh. you know, low ranking. Didn't have any rank on him, but he was a around a whole bunch of guys who were big, juiced up, had, you know, tatted out and um, had some rank. And they were actually cool guys. His, his, his posse I, uh, were trying to control the situation. You know, they didn't want any trouble. This kid wouldn't shut his mouth and was all over a girl that I was talking to. And she wasn't my girlfriend or anything. But I got really pissed off because I saw this kid. He gave he me jelly. one of the, you know, when you take your middle finger and you scratch your cheek with it? Yeah. So he was doing that to me. And his oh, friend would tell him, and I'm watching this whole thing. Puss, yeah. Puss. And so anyway, he's uh yeah, he's like 135, 40 pounds soaking wet or something like that. that. But he thinks he's hot shit. Of course. Because he's got all these guys around him and he's you know, typical redneck, dopey. Dopey. Um hillbilly okay. kid. What and, would you uh, think? Hey. Yeah. Stupid. You did the right thing though. You probably would have killed him. What about uh, what acronym would you describe B A H B A H? Basic allowance for housing. Oh wow! Yes, compensation. Big ass hair. Uh, how about COLA? C O L A. Cost of living allowance. Oh, you know history. Very good. Very good. What about P O C? Point of contact. Piece of crap. Discarding Piece of crap. Piece of crap. What about, a, what about about a ditty? D i t y. Do it yourself. All right. Dick in the yard. What about a? Uh, I asked you PCS. Permanent change of station. What if you're on a TD? Uh, TD duty. TDY. Oh yeah. Okay. A lot of acronyms. Do you have to learn these very quickly, or do they kind of give you these in school? Just come over time, I guess. What about if you're an uh, an ASVAB, an ASVAB? Uh, ASVAB. ASVAB stands for it's an aptitude test. It's what you take to get into the military. It stands for. Uh, it is an aptitude test. Aptitude. Aptitude. Aptitude battery test. Uh, Tiny notes. Songs for dicks. Service <laughs> something aptitude battery test. Something service aptitude yeah. battery All right. So wait, armed what is service it? vocational. False armed services. What is the basic message? Yeah, you got the basic message. What's the plot? What's the plot? <laughs> 
I like it. I'll give you one more here. Uh, what if it's AIT? Uh, advanced individual training. Scotty, very impressed. That's I'm blown away. That's a lot. That's not the one that everybody knows that. Uh, I, I knew none of them. It's pretty good. And I'm, I'm a high-ranking officer. Yeah, it's true. You know, armed forces. Mm-hmm. I, I, Where'd you get those medals? Where's my F-14? It's been decommissioned for 30 years. I took the I-T out of the A. Out of the A. The I-T. What is... uh, Are you an honor of Why why do you have four... Why do you have five stars? They don't even really do that. (laughs) Why is... uh, Are you guys going to watch Top Gun, the sequel, when it comes out? You know Val Kilmer's in it, too? Fat Val Kilmer (laughs) that I can't see. He's in it. Like they're they're bringing everything. He's, I don't know if he's really is he really fat anymore because I thought I saw he was missing no, part yeah, of I'm his sure stroke. Cruz made him do the uh, no, the jump rope now. thing. Yeah, he's thin now, but I think uh, but he's in that. There was an interview him recently with him, and he's like, "It reminds me of the old days." And you're like, "Yeah, I'm sure a lot of movies do. You haven't been in a good one in like 20 years." <laughs> yeah. The old yeah, days, you know, when you had a job. Val Kilmer never really yeah, did a good movie since Top Gun. He's been in movies. He's done a oh, like, no. Tombstone was his, was his best. Oh, Tombstone yeah. was his best. I'm in Huckleberry. But remember uh, The Saint? Saint. Terrible. In plain like, sight. I think I blind. would give him three good movies. Top Gun, Tombstone, and The Doors. And that's it. Yeah, The Doors was good. He was so good. Uh, heat. I'll give him Heat. Heat was really good. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he's done some films, right? Yeah. Three ten well, to I'd Yuma. I'd say Tombstone definitely number one because I just think what he did with the character was great. Yeah. Speaking of movies, so the Oscars—I don't know anything. I didn't know anything about this movie Green Book. Oh uh, yeah, I had to research I've it after seen. the fact. So right. it's actually about Tony Lip Vallelonga, and. Um, it was written by, I guess, by his son, and Tony Lip was his driver, which of course spawned uh, the comments from Spike Lee about, you know, every time somebody gets driven, makes a movie about a driver, you know, I lose because <laughs> uh, he lost the driving Miss Daisy from <laughs> doing the right thing. Anyway, oh, yeah. so Tony Lip, who was Carmine Lupertazzi yep. in in The Sopranos. Oh, yeah. Was, in yes. fact, a driver for this guy. I saw him once, like, 10, 11 years ago at uh, some movie thing in Paramus. And, uh, you know, he was just sitting there quietly with the other ex-Sopranos. And uh, I had no idea that he had it. the guy had a history. I was like, oh, yeah, Tony Lip. I, I didn't even know he was dead until he died, like, right before James Gambolfini did. And I remember reading the story oh. of Green Book. I'm like, what the hell is this movie about? And uh, oh. I saw on the, like, Wikipedia something about Tony Lip. I was like, why does that name sound familiar? Oh, yeah, right. The guy from the surprise called my little Right. Yeah, John, again with the money. Tony Lip. He was Carmine. Yeah. He was also in another film I saw recently where he looked younger than I remembered him. I'm trying to think what it was. Uh, I'll tell you what it was. But anyway, while I looked that up, he was, um, he's been in a lot of flicks, but he, he died in 2013. 
in uh, Teaneck. Is it Teaneck where, where Nixon had a house? He was from Saddle River, I believe. Okay. Another uh, Sopranos actor, a minor character, died who also was in Casino. Last yeah, year. Vinny Vela. Met him too. I met really? him in Teaneck, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was coming down the stairs at a movie theater, also at a premiere, and the guy just started talking to me. I had no idea what the hell he was saying. Um, you know, I was just coming out of the John, and I'm walking down the stairs, and he's with some crowd, and he just looks at me and says something. And I remember he's rambling, and I'm like, yeah, so you still got that place in the Bronx? He goes, place in the Bronx? I said, yeah, didn't you have a uh pasticceria or, or a pizza place something he goes oh, it was a brooklyn i sold it I'm like ah yeah, yeah yeah and then he gets on back to talking about himself and i said so what are you working on talking about oh, a movie with christopher walken and the guy's aware i remember what he was wearing and god bless him. he's a good guy vinnie vela um you know he uh he lived in the same neighborhood with the nero and uh sure all the lower east side guys and scorsese he was already piscano in the in casino i just remember what he was wearing he had on he had like black slacks and a gray sport coat but he had no collared shirt he wore a wife beater under his sports jacket with this big fat gold chain with a with a a nine an m9 beretta as a charm oh and it's a nice outfit nice outfit yeah wife beater with a nine beretta this is tony lip or uh no that was before Vinny Bella. oh hot cup of coffee um Corn cup he was in uh tony lip was in goodfellas too he was frankie the wop right no yeah oh frankie the wop that's racist <laughs> tony lip lip was born i think uh, it's Anthony... right after uh what's his name epolito so after Tony or before Tony, what the guy goes, hey, what's up, guy, or some the big fat guy. Hey, what's up, guy? Was actually now a convicted criminal. He was uh, the famous mafia cop. Yeah. Right. In New York. Yeah, who's now Tripping doing a life sentence. Yeah, he's never getting out. But uh, wow. another person died last week, too, was uh, Peter Tork, the uh, bassist for the Monkees. Oh, right. Last train to Clarksville. And, uh, and there were two. two there were two. Here we come. Michael Naismith and uh, Mickey Dolan's the last two. Mark uh, what do you guys make of this R. Kelly thing? He's, he's got a pretty good shot at beating the rap, right? I don't think we expect anything less from him at this point. Like, it's just not a headline. It's not a headline. There's video of him that's he pretty can't, much. He can't even post bail. He can't post. How broke is that guy? I think he did, though, didn't he? <laughs> I didn't uh, that's what I heard. He can't post bail, but I think he did get out and immediately started signing autographs. He did get out. Right? He went to a woman bailed him out, a bit Chicago business owner, who's now getting a lot of shit for that. And he went yeah. to McDonald's and was signing autographs. Oh God! This is a guy that wrote for Michael Jackson, uh, Whitney right. Houston, had a lot of hits, made a lot of money, and just got. He did the Mike Tyson route. I mean, with the paying. Bullshit posse members, all this money and payoffs, and he just right. went broke. He can't even post his bail. Peeing. Uh, on the topic, though, of news and perks, yeah. um, I say, Chair, Mr. Chairman, we yield the floor to 
John for SWJ, I want to talk about what do you think of this whole Richard Kraft situation? Oh, yeah. Because I have a lot I can say about that. Kraft. But I want to yield the floor. Yield. Robert Kraft. Uh, oh, I said Richard. I'm sorry, Robert I Kraft. I think after, like, remembering that his wife just died and he's, like, 70-something. But he's had a young wife. he's wine. down here. Oh, he is? He does? He's got a new wife. Yeah, she passed away like four or five years ago. He was married to some girls like 30 years as junior. Oh, okay. So oh, he is did, he really? He I is cheating on a wife. Well, I mean, if he's part yeah. of some sex ring, then like, what are they going to do? The NFL, what I'm interested in is what the NFL is going to do. How are they going to handle Robert Kraft, the owner of their golden child Patriots? Right. Like, are they going to make him sell the team like they did to the Clippers owner, like the NBA made him do? Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm waiting for. And what I want to know, and I want to know your opinions. So if you haven't, tweet us at the underscore podcast. Do you consider a hand job? Prostitution. If you pay for it, Tweet I guess. It. I don't know. So that's a loaded topic. I mean, the guy first of all put a big target on his back because he showed up with a chauffeur, probably in some big loud limousine or a Maybach or you know Rolls right. Royce or whatever. And you know he uh, he could have easily solicited these women these women in a hotel and said, hey, look. I'm going to have my personal assistant give you a call. You meet me here. This is what I'll pay you. No ca- no body cameras. But the scary part is that um, this guy, there's a, there's footage of him uh, getting jerked off. Yeah. Is there and really? The woman on Sports and was like, no... it's quite disturbing, apparently. Ugh. So they have His it. penis oh is very God. tiny. I didn't know they had it. They've done it See... with their fingertip and thumb. Oh my God! So they 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 got they got a hold of that video. Oh I my heard. God! I heard that. What I don't apparently it's dude, very gross. Is... His pubes are bizarrely gray. <laughs> he's a he's a billionaire though. I mean, like, I'm never getting a massage yeah. again. I don't care how but legitimate he wants it looks. He wanted some strange. Yeah, he he's a billionaire though. I mean, you could have a billionaire with AIDS. Women will still hot women will still sleep with you because you're that rich. Like you don't, I don't, I, I don't understand why the he's He wanted the thrill of the being NFL naughty. is deliberating his fate right now. Uh, it's really hard to jerk off with six rings. I don't think he's gonna get in trouble for it. Maybe he'll have to resign or something. But I mean, he's an old guy. I never want to go to get a massage ever again, even if it's legit. Because you know, I've been in those places where I think. That if I were to tip them more money, they would probably do that. But the fact that there is that I'm on camera, start fucking you. You're like, no, 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 I don't want to be on camera getting a massage. You know, sprawled out with 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 nothing but a sheet that you could probably see through on the camera. Oh yeah, there goes the dynamite. Really. And he wasn't the only guy. Apparently, this was like the billionaire's club in Jupiter. Vince McMahon. Yeah, Paul Kogan. Hey, speaking of Paul Kogan, you know he's coming out with a biopic starring uh, 
Chris Hemsworth is doing starring the, uh, Thor. Thor, but the Hammer of Thor, which I think is a good role for it for him. I think he, he can pull it off. Oh yes, it's a great, great. role. Who else would play Hogan? No one's big enough. Well, who's gonna play if it's a mild funny? Thing, it's got to be a. It's got to involve uh, other characters. So who's gonna play Andre? Has who's to. gonna play Crazy Jim? Who's gonna play Roddy the Warrior Hellwig? Yeah, Macho yeah. Man. It's and, and I read in the article that it's not gonna like foresee the his entire life. It's only gonna focus on the wrestling until like he went to. Um, until like he kind of retired, it's not going to be like in his yeah, later like years. Yeah, the seven times he retired. Hmm. Yeah, right. It's going to focus on like his. I'm sorry. It's going to focus on his prime, like up until the the early '90s. It's not going to cover like the sex scandal and all that stuff. It's going to focus steroids. Professional wrestling prime. You know when they were in the height of their career, when they were on top, when Vince McMahon was telling them they could win for a little while. Right. Yeah. When they were. When Vince McMahon was like, enough. here's how this is going to be written out. They were uh, ripe enough. But who would play uh, Macho Man, do you think? Wow. These are all very loaded questions. I want to think about who would play Roddy Piper. Who Probably would play Roddy Jimmy, the mouth of the South. Here you go. According to, himself. Friend to the, What if Brutus Beefcake plays himself? Right. The bar. He's the last one alive, right? Here's a, according to Esquire. Here is their best predictions of who's going to play the wrestlers. You guys want to uh, weigh in on this and see if you disagree? Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll bet. I'll bet Mickey Rourke has a part somewhere. I was just thinking that. Uh, I was literally just thinking Mickey Rourke could probably get in there. Ric Flair will be played by Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I think. Okay, this one I yeah, can get. Yeah, that would be bit. great. Well, I, right. Macho Man Randy Savage will be played by The Walking Dead's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That would be good. Can you say that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andre the Giant, none other than Javier Bardem. He's got a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. Bob yeah, Backlund. You guys know Bob Backlund? Of course. This one makes sense. Great Bob heel Backlund. run. Channing Tatum. Hmm. Yeah. Could that. Hmm. Jason Momoa will be playing The Undertaker. Oh, uh, okay. Perfect. All right. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. We played by Army Hammer. I don't really know him. He's Zorro, isn't he? In the recent remake. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really... He was in the social network. Army Hammer. I mean, what the hell? Is that his real name? Come on. Seriously. Princess Elizabeth will be played by Daniel Day-Lewis. What? <laughs> Weird. Because he could he evolve. No, I, I don't know. But I can see Channing Tatum as Bob Backlund, though. He kind of looks like him. He can Bob pull Backlund had blonde, yeah, like, flat top. A little better yeah. looking, but... Remember Bob Backlund's heel run when he came back he to like the, the WWF in the part. 90s? Him and uh, Bret Hart Home feuded. Over. He would do the... I remember uh, he used to live next to Jack chicken Lemon's son, uh, Chris Lemon, who, who did a show with, with Hulk Hogan, with Terry Bollea, called Thunder in Paradise or something. And I oh, think yeah. that was his only acting job. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. Bob Backlund. I remember that. I saw that. I remember that. That boat. 
They, yeah. They were neighbors. Terminator boat. And I remember love. Gail King lived not too far away from both of them. Oh. John, Hulk Hogan is a neighbor of yours down there in Florida, right? Oh, yeah, right down the road in Orlando. Yeah, or, is that or where Tampa, you Tampa, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> right Tampa, even closer. You guys go to Kissimmee Park and eat some sandwiches. We meet in uh, Lake Okeechobee. Okeechobee. We go for a swim slide. in Lake Okeechobee. Have you, have you ever swam nude in Lake Okeechobee? I've only seen Lake Okeechobee from a distance in a car. Oh, it's not a, a spot that you visit? I think there are parts of it, but, you know, it's, like, huge. I've only driven yeah. by, like, a piece of it. Hey, it's not like we're going Fisher to Lake Okeechobee today. We may go take a trip at Lake Okeechobee. Oh, Fisher Island, Island. Near, near Jeb Bush. Fisher Island. Jeb Bush. Okeechobee. So, Lake Okeechobee. But, yeah, the, bio, the, the, the biopic should be pretty good. Yeah, I'm excited. There hasn't really been it a good biopic ever, right? It is odd that they're making it, and he's still alive. I think the McMahon family, right? For having you know the most famous name in the Trump administration next to, you know, Trump. Uh, Linda McMahon has never come under fire. Nowhere near like the way you know, um, Chris Kirsten Nielsen, uh, Department of Homeland Security secretary. Uh, and uh, DeVos, you know, these women have been scrutinized by the media. Nobody has ever been able to put anything against Linda McMahon, who works for the president, Small Business Administration. Oh, yes. You never, almost forget never, uh, that, she runs a that the McMahon ship. family is actually a part of the Trump administration. Right. And less scrutiny. They kind of play it safe by the books. Yeah, numbers. McMahon's. Do I know what she's doing for small yeah. business owners in this country? No idea. No idea. Yeah, nothing. She's but... the furthest thing from a small business. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, she's a good representation. She's a, a, mom and, she's a regular Stanford, mom and pop. Connecticut headquarters. Voice of the people. Mom and pop. Alright. You guys, mom and pop. You guys want to put tonight the uh, the column of the W? It's Dick. I have a bowl of ice cream screaming my name. Ooh. And a bowl of bowl weed. Bowl weed. Bowl weed. What if you mixed up the ice cream, and the bowl of ice cream, and a bowl of weed, and you ended up eating Such the ice waste. cream, and Haya was eating weed, and you're like, what are you doing? She's like, I don't know. I thought it was ice cream. And you're like, how's John going to get out of this pickle? Tune in on Clearwater's KW5. Be really bad weed or really bad ice cream if you mix yes. them up. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle from the gentleman in charge of throwing eggs at Michael Cohen as his sad, soppy, crying face walks through the Capitol floor is Michael Biscardi to the man in charge of smoking a bowl at Lake Okeechobee, enjoying it, and then smoking another bowl with John Hassinger. Okeechobee. To the man in charge of saying Okeechobee and getting. Accused of a sexual reference by a strange woman tomorrow, I am Matthew Clark saying thanks for listening to the podcastle and good night, everybody. I yield my time to the gentleman. Godspeed. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now.
This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like, yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like, yeah.